Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Benny, we got some uh, confirmation from our old pal Woods. He has touched down in Sin City. Early arrival. Now, I hope, I hope he's accounted for that because most hotels nowadays don't let you check in until four o'clock. Yeah. Like sometimes you I mean, get a little early check in. I mean, you've been to a hotel before and it's been too early. And you kind of cross your fingers. Like, well, I mean, if the room's ready, they'll say, yeah, no, no, it's it's ready. No one stayed in it last night, so it's clean. You can go right up. I think but, Vegas in particular is pretty prepared for that. Most of the hotels, they know people are flying in. Like, you can't always just yeah, schedule a, your flight to get in right at check-in time. Yeah, I mean, they have thousands and thousands of hotel rooms. So sometimes, yeah, they have, you know, hundreds of rooms empty. It's but like other if your times, like weekends, it's packed there. There's yeah. there's no chance the, to get in early. Well, I mean, last time I went to Vegas uh, earlier in the year, we got there. I think we landed at like 10, so not too far off when Woods got there. And uh, got to the hotel by 11, and they our room was not ready. And okay. you just leave your luggage there and then go walk around. And yeah, check I mean, out. first world problems. But then, you know, you don't have access to your luggage. And if you wanted to go out to the pool or change or anything, it's kind of, you don't have a room. It's a bit of a hassle. So yeah, uh, we'll we see walked how around. We went and got it. lunch. Walked around the casino. It was probably yeah. an hour, hour and a half. Not that and then, bad. And then you get a text. Hey, no, your room's fine. ready. An hour, an hour and a half. But it's it's nine a.m. I mean, if they really say, "Well, your room won't be ready until we when we promised at four <laughs> o'clock," you've got then seven hours to kind of kill before you can get to your room. You know, Woods wants to lay down and get his phone out and <laughs> He's take probably a nap. Go buy another room at another <laughs> hotel. <laughs> Pay too much for it. He goes just over. to stay for three hours to take a nap. What's the Cosmo? Real yeah, you guys have any rooms available? I just need it for like six hours. That is I, so true. If I don't lay down and take a nap, I'm going to be very upset. Speaking of uh, speaking of Las Vegas, you didn't think you'd get away with a Ben and Paul show without me at least mentioning golf once, did you? Uh, they're playing the Shriners Children's Open at the TPC of Summerlin. Maybe Woods can go check out some professional golf today. But I bring it up, the uh, the story that obviously is getting a lot of attention. Lexi Thompson is the seventh woman ever 
to be entered into a, a PGA event. Uh, you remember Annika Sorenstam did it, Michelle Wee did it. None of none of them have ever made the cut, and uh, for the most part, they finish pretty much near like dead last a lot of the time. Lexi actually um, going into today, so she played 16 holes yesterday. She was at one over. The cut line was is sitting right around even, so not bad. Darkness fell, and uh, she did make a bogey this morning coming back, so she's definitely in the bottom half of the field, but she's currently ahead of about 30 guys who are in the tournament. I mean, there's guys at 10 over, 9 over. Uh, she finished her first round at like 2 over, so... Not bad at all competing against the 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 gentleman on the the PGA tour uh for for Lexi Thompson who is one of the biggest hitters on the LPGA tour say she can hit it out there about 280 uh which is you know pretty impressive. I mean, you know, those guys are hitting at 320 now so she's definitely you know quite a ways back from some of the top players but that's uh that's impressive and the fact that she is uh she is competitive right now. I mean she'd need a, a pretty great round at this point to make the cut, but still that is uh that's that's a nice accomplishment what she's done so far in that tournament. I'm just reading our YouTube chat. We have a hotel GM in the chat. Oh, do we? Right now. Uh Rick says the three PM and four PM check in times are just the guaranteed times that your room will be ready. Right. Just the if guaranteed. It's, if it's er, yeah, if it's earlier, they'll let you get in your room. Yes, I've had both experiences where I've gotten there early and they've ushered me right up to my room, and I've had experiences where got there at like one, and they say, "I'm sorry, you know, the people who were in there before were still trying to change the room." And with now since COVID, there's always less staffing, and if they end up like your room is the last one to be cleaned, it can be like. Not until four o'clock on the dot until it's finally ready. Dude, I've had and, that. And I've had that happen before. Vegas too. in particular. Have you seen the hospitality workers have been like on strike, strike or threatening them. to strike? It, they want better pay and everything, and that's definitely going to happen. I would too if I was cleaning hotel rooms. We talked yes, about that last week, especially in Vegas. Yeah. All right. Oh. Uh, let's uh, let's get some other headlines. It's nine oh five. It's time for the round of reports and get things started here with our. Edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Ben, we'll start off with the story you teased. Deion Sanders, not a fan of the Pac-12 after dark. They are getting ready to take on Stanford tonight, Colorado, hosting Stanford. Game is sold out. It's an 8 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. And, you know, three. What is it? what's a football game? Three and a half? Maybe even four hours? College football is, uh, it depends. If you have, like, running teams and the clock keeps going, it can be, like, two hours and 50 minutes. The one I went to, <laughs> we were already at three hours when the fourth quarter started yeah. on Saturday. So it could be three hours and 45 minutes. Dion said, who makes these 8 o'clock games? Dumbest thing ever. Stupidest thing ever invented <laughs> in life. Tell us who what you really think, Dion. Who wants to stay up until 8 o'clock for a darn game? What about the East Coast? Do they even care about ratings? Is anyone watching it? What are we supposed to do with the kids all day until 8 o'clock? What are we supposed to do in the hotel? 
not a fan. And I I agree with him. I think that's pretty late for a football game to start, especially even if it's here on the West Coast. San Diego State, how many Friday night, 8 p.m. games have they had? Well, I so I understand on Saturdays when you are trying to spread out the games and there's games at 9 and noon and 4.30 and 5. And, and then you want an 8 o'clock game late at night for just so you have as much college football watching as possible. The Aztecs will play at 8. It does suck, though. I mean, tomorrow, especially if you're trying to build Hawaii. a program, you're trying to get up in the rankings, you're trying to show out and be seen, and you're like, cool, uh, the first quarter just ended. It's midnight for, you know, the entire East Coast. But um, So it's 7 o'clock our time, 8 o'clock Mountain, 10 o'clock Eastern. I guess it's because ESPN has a doubleheader tonight, so they have to wait. So Tulane Memphis starts at 4 Eastern, and they don't want it any earlier because they want people to get home from work to be able to watch to the watch game. watch that big Tulane So then to get Memphis the second game. game in, Stanford-Colorado, they have to wait until 7 o'clock to kick it off. But because it's not on the West Coast, it's in the Mountain Time Zone, that means it's 8. So yeah, that does seem late, especially for a Friday night game. But um, yeah, it's all about TV, and that's why they... They have it. Do you think that Deion Sanders? He's done. He's done a little TV work, right? In the past, a bit. yeah, a little bit. I've seen him a couple of you times. Probably on TV. have a, have a feeling like that's why we're doing this so late. And <laughs> there's, you know, that's why people, you know, can pay large college football coach salaries because of media rights fees from corporations like ESPN. But you know, Deion likes to speak his mind. So I think the uh, shine has come off just a little bit from Colorado. Now they they've lost to some good teams. Yeah. And played pretty well still. They should win uh, this one. They are 12-point favorites at home against Stanford tonight. I heard they could be getting Travis Hunter back. Yes, for this one, maybe. This is right around yeah. when he was supposed to. Yeah, yeah they're two-way stars. So, uh, yeah, I mean, well, like uh, last week, remember when the wildcard series were all swept, we could have baseball playoffs tonight if everything hadn't been over. But because all the series are done... We're kind of left in this no man's land, and while yes, Saturday and Sunday we got football, so it's not as big of a deal. We do have this kind of dead Friday in which there's no baseball playoff games. The NBA season hasn't started yet, and so all we've got yeah, is a couple of college football games. Yeah, boring Friday night. Yeah, Tulane, Memphis, uh, Fresno State, Utah State, a little Mountain West action on CBS Sports Network, and then Stanford, Colorado. Are really your only? I think your only sports watching. Uh, products that you've got tonight on a Friday. All right, let's move on. Uh, Pat McAfee. Man, that that guy just stays in the news. Uh, I'm reading from the New York Post yesterday, and uh, Andrew Marchan, he is the Post's sports media guy. So he'd be covering us, essentially. He would. Like if there was I don't a, know why he would. If there was Big Ben and Woods on a national level, Andrew Marchand would be yeah. the one who covers it. Ben and Woods pay... Jake and Jordan from Cespedes Barbecue to appear on their show. Do we pay them seven figures, though, to appear no. on our show? No, we don't. So Pat McAfee, uh, love him or hate him, he's kind of like the most polarizing guy in, in sports and in sports media right now. He has really risen to the level that he's at now based on a lot of his interviews, in particular with Ryan, uh, Aaron Rodgers. And I think he had or maybe still has a weekly with Nick Saban, but... You get those weeklies, like every week, you know Aaron Rodgers is going to give a 20-minute sit-down, one-on-one, answer anything, people are going to tune in. And this is not 
a rare thing to happen in sports media, but it came out that Pat McAfee pays Aaron Rodgers for those interviews, and he did not, uh, when asked by Andrew Marchand in the New York Post, they asked him, how much do you pay each time? He wouldn't say. But he did say, Aaron has made over a million dollars with us, for sure. And that's... You know, do the math. That's the biggest like weekly I've ever heard of in That's this a business. lot. Over the last yeah. couple of years, probably two to three years, I'd say. I I, I I do think it's fair. If you're like when we invite someone who comes on just one time, we don't we don't pay people to come on. But if you're gonna have like a promoted weekly segment that's sponsored, shouldn't the guest, you know, share in some of that? Now I don't know, does DraftKings or someone like sponsor the Aaron Rodgers interview every week because well they they sponsored the show at least in the I, past yeah the whole show I mean McAfee but, was paid very handsomely for right. the show and so would, it's easy to take you, care you of should people. share that because essentially someone who comes on every week is basically like a limited co-host to your show so they should kind of be paid in a limited way as being a co-host and, well, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't he does the media availability during the season that he has to do right. as the quarterback of an NFL team other than that doesn't do a whole lot of sit downs certainly doesn't do any weekly so you are paying for a little bit of exclusivity I mean I, I think there was some thought that oh, wow uh, Pat McAfee is convinced Aaron Rodgers to come on every week he thinks the Pat McAfee show is so great that he's willing to now if he was willing to do it for free that would say something about Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers and how tight they are sure it definitely all right Aaron Rodgers is getting a total of over seven figures to be on the show he may not necessarily be that much in love with Pat McAfee but he he obviously has plenty of money if he didn't want to do it he could just say no so he clearly still likes to do it comes on I mean, you know. I don't know. I guess there was a lot of discourse about, like, the ethics. Like, yeah. Is I, that weird to pay a guest? I think, I, I think it's actually more unethical not to pay a regular guest. I always feel bad. We don't pay Adam Jones to come on. I, we treated him to golf when he came to town. We couldn't really afford what <laughs> Adam fair, Jones would probably tried get. And he says no. Yeah, we, we <laughs> couldn't really afford what he would probably <laughs> command on the open market, but right. he just likes coming on, and we really do appreciate that, that he comes on every single week. But to be fair, if we did pay Adam Jones to come on every week... That would be fine. I don't... It would be fine, and I don't think we would get a different Adam Jones. No. Like, we we, we still get the authentic... Yeah. Aaron, but uh, no, I, I don't Jones. have any problem with the ethics, because essentially you are making someone into a co-host. And if they're a co-host of the program, even if it's for one segment a week, then they probably deserve to get paid something. I mean, if you're making money on the sponsorship of their segment, shouldn't they share in a little bit of that reward as well? So I don't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers making some good money to be on Pat McAfee's show. All right. And then finally, Alaska Airlines has created a coffee that they claim tastes better in the sky. Whoa, our lights just went off in here. Because we don't have we the fidgety wood yeah. to keep resetting the that's light. That's the first alarm. time that that's ever happened <laughs> with more than one person in. <laughs> we have our, our <laughs> the lights in our studio are on a timer, I guess, or a motion sensor. Motion yeah. sensor, and if you stay idle for a few minutes, they will turn off. And it's never happened before because Woods cannot sit, sit still. still. He's always moving. He I, gets I, up every five I'm minutes to fidgety, go pee. But Woods takes He's always tromping on a pen. That's never <laughs> happened before. I'm say. Uh, I digress. Alaska Airlines coffee that tastes better in the sky. And I, you know, it's, I'm skeptical, but I'm willing to listen. Okay, because nothing tastes better on an airplane. I don't know if it's on a wives' tale or whatever, but it's been said. 
maybe don't drink the coffee on an airplane because the water that they use to make the coffee comes from the recycled water in the plane and it's not the best water. I don't think that's true. I think they have like it some sort of tank of water. Okay. They're not using the flushed toilet water to make I didn't say they're using toilet water. What are they using? There? There's only so much water you can have on an airplane. I get it. Yes, and when it's out, you got to land and refill it. So, this new coffee from Alaska Airlines, they say it tastes better in the sky. It's a custom blend uh, that they did a collaboration with a coffee roaster in Portland, and it's designed specifically for drinking on a plane. They say that you know, usually the coffee is bitter or weak, um, and that's because your sense of smell is so impacted by the dry air of the pressurized cabin, and smell is directly correlated to your taste. So they punched up the flavor a little bit, and they say that this coffee has strong notes that taste like marshmallows, browned butter, and toffee, with a delicate hint of citrus oils and cherry essence which is a very strong, complex taste that when you're in the high altitude and the pressurized cabin, apparently it hits. Probably just uh, PR hooey, but I'm going to go ahead and buy into it. Why not? Coffee. that Well, what other things taste better given your location? Hot dogs taste better at the ballpark. Yeah. Right? They say that the pizza in New York is better because (laughs) of the water they use for the crust. Or is that the bagels are better because of the water? I think some bagels. Or maybe both. I don't know. They say that 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 is better. Is there anything else that tastes better based on where you are? Tacos. Taco. Where do you have to be for tacos? San Diego or Mexico. Well, I think. Not anywhere else in the country. I think we actually just have better tacos. (laughs) I don't know that. They do anything different in New York to make the pizza better than, like, we have good pizza here, too. I don't know if they're just better at it than we are. It's just maybe the being there makes it taste better to people, makes the bagels taste better. But Alaska Airlines, they went a little scientific on it, and uh, there you go. All right. That is our Rindle Report uh, for Friday. We still have one more guest coming up. Uh, We are going to catch up at the bottom of the hour. Remember our old friend Eric Adelson? Still bopping around. The Love professor, our senior NFL writer. We have, uh, we're trying to decide whether we're at the quarter point of the NFL season or the third way mark of the NFL season. Because some teams have played six games already, which is more than a third of the way to 17. Some have only played four, which is not even a quarter of the way to 17. <laughs> so wherever we are... We're going to review what we've done so far in football. Coming up with Eric Adelson. And next, we're going to give away more concert tickets to that Vets Aid show. Uh, Joe Walsh coming to Chula Vista next month. So your chance to win coming up after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, last two segments of the week with uh, Ben and Paul and Woodsy safely in Vegas. I can't wait to get his stories about the Sphere and the U2 concert oh, on Monday. So you should definitely tune in early for that. We'll be on at 6 a.m. Monday morning. Just a reminder, the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments. In-depth analysis, start-sit questions, and everything you need for your fantasy team. Just download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Paulie was just talking about Dion complaining about the late start tonight for Pac-12 After Dark on Friday against Stanford. Wanted to give you my best Saturday lineup again here for college football. Uh, so it's not the it's not the greatest of early matchups tomorrow. I think the best 9 a.m. game is probably Arkansas-Alabama. Uh, Alabama's at home. They've been winning really close, though. It feels like they're always in danger of losing every week, but it's kind of an underwhelming early slate tomorrow. A really good game at 12.30, Pac-12. Number 8, Oregon, at number nine or 7, Washington, which is going to be a Big Ten game next year, but it's still a Pac-12 game this year. This is the first time, and these are pretty big rivals being up there in the Pacific Northwest. Paula, you know that because you're from Seattle. Mm-hmm. This is the first time they have ever met when both teams were in the top ten. At the same time. So that's a pretty huge one at 1230. And then at 4.30, that's on ABC, at 4.30 on NBC is number 10 USC at number 21 Notre Dame. I saw the uh, Trojans are actually underdogs in this game, which at first I thought, "Eh, I don't know about that. I mean, Notre Dame's coming off, lost to Louisville, two losses, um, but then again, USC has underwhelmed in a lot of their wins, SC's even the though huh. they're undefeated. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's about three points. If you want to take that extra three, you can do that. But it's at Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame's always hyped to face USC. And it does feel like USC has been kind of walking that tightrope all season long. And they're just they're ready to fall off at any moment and, and take that L. I mean, why wouldn't it happen at Notre Dame this week if they were going to take an L? You know, Notre Dame, yeah, Louisville loss wasn't great, but they they almost beat Ohio State 
you know, if they had had 11 men on the field, they might have beaten Ohio (laughs) State. And then we'd be talking about what we thought was a really good Notre Dame team. So I'm not that confident about that one either way, but that's a pretty good game. Or uh, at 5 o'clock on Fox is not going to be as heralded of a Pac-12 game, but number 18, UCLA, at number 15, Oregon State. you got two more top 20 teams matching up. And then if you really want to stay up late, kicking off in uh, Honolulu at 8 p.m. Pacific time is San Diego State at Hawaii. Both teams 2-4. and Both teams coming off a bye. And pretty much both teams knowing if they lose, their season is completely uh, down the toilet. Uh, certainly for the Aztecs, if they go two and five, and five straight losses, uh, the the chants from the disgruntled San Diego State fans about Brady Hoke's job status will only get louder. JD Wicker said this week he uh, spoke to Kirk Kenny of the UT that, well, I mean we got to get the whole picture and see what's going on. We've heard the reports of how big the buyout is for Brady Hoke's contract. I don't know that he's going anywhere. I've shared my thoughts on it. I don't. I mean, I, I think extending him and giving that kind of buyout was a mistake considering kind of fell into the job again when Rocky Long left, and they might be better options out there for San Diego State's football program. But, I mean, this is a team that if they lose a fifth one in a row, that's a that's a bad look for San Diego State. They're like five-point favorites at Hawaii, but they got to travel a long way and play at a late hour and – uh, we'll see how they do this week. They, I also saw this week another story on the Aztecs. It's not a good news. They've lost like two or three yeah. recruits that had committed to play at San Diego State that backed out when they found out that San Diego State wasn't going to go to the Pac-12. And I, you know, Brady Hoke made some offhanded comments. Well, you know, commitment doesn't mean the same thing, I guess, that it used to. If you are selling recruits on hey come to San Diego State we're about to get invited to the Pac-12 and you don't get invited I have I have zero zero problem with those those people backing out I think Absolutely. a couple of them went to Arizona I was like all right well then I want to go to a power five school okay. they know that was kind of the point I thought San Diego State was going to be there we've heard the reports they were like within a day of getting the invitation when you know all heck broke loose in the Pac-12 and Oregon and Washington left and everything fell apart so I don't blame them for like thinking it was going to happen, but I certainly don't blame a recruit who thought they were coming to a Power 5 <laughs> school for the next four or five years and all of a sudden finding out, no, nope, uh, it's just going to be the Mountain West, not wanting to go there anymore, which is uh, another issue that San Diego State is going to have to deal with because you can't just restart recruiting now. I mean, most most people have now committed and know where they're going. So you lose a couple of key recruits, that that really impacts your recruiting class now for the next not just a year or two, but those when they were supposed to be juniors and seniors and those were going to be the guys leading your team, that can have a, an effect four and five years down the line as well. You know, I went to San Diego State 2009. was my first year. I've never been super all-in on the football program. It's always been a basketball I thought you were going to say I've never been to a football game. Been to like okay. two. Okay. <laughs> In 14 years. Uh, it's always been a football school. Or a, even when they've had... Decent programs on the football side, you know, uh, Heisman candidate and Rashad Penny, uh, Donnell Pumphrey breaking the rushing record all time. Great moments. I've never been more disconnected with the football team than I am, I think, this year. 
It's just uninspiring football, boring. Even when football. they were playing up in Carson for two years as uh, as a home team in Los Angeles, because Forgot they were that that even the stadium. Happened, that was honest. pretty disconnected as well. Forgot that that even was a thing <laughs> until you just mentioned it. Uh, it. It's just it's a sad state hard of to affairs. Con- right hard now. to connect with a football program that plays two years a hundred miles away, <laughs> and then comes back and thinks they're going to the Pac-12, but they're not. They gets to some bowl games, but loses most of them and they're really pointless bowl games like the New Mexico Bowl and the Frisco Bowl and whatever other bowls they're playing in. I mean, it's hard to make a connection even as a fan, even as an alum. And that's why when we talked about it earlier, that's why I'm all in on the on the promotion relegation system for college football. I think give it'd be fun, man. Give San Diego State really a chance fun. or put some pressure on. And if you're having a bad season, imagine what what could you be re- relegated to below the Mountain West? If they like lose all their Mountain West games, <laughs> what are you going to next? You got to avoid that. I mean, you got something to play for at least to stay out of the you know, the Big Sky Conference or something, whatever you're falling into this year if you have a bad season. Oh god. Well, well we had a bad year last year, but um hey, we're going to dominate the Big Sky and <laughs> Idaho and Montana this year, and we're going to get back to the Mountain West next year. Got a big game against Long Beach State next week. <laughs> oh, you get dropped so far that you're in a league. Wait, there aren't any other football schools in this league. We're the only, hey, we win. We're the only football team left. So, hmm. uh, yeah, you got uh, San Diego State football tomorrow late night, so they won't have any competition when it comes to uh, the college football viewing, just the fatigue of having watched all day. Whether you're willing to sit down for another three and a half hours and stay up until I think I'm gonna have it in me. Oh, I think I'll be good personally for me. So, I've got uh, I've got Sports Extra on Saturday night on Channel Ten. It's always tough when you've got to stay and you can't finish the show until the last game's done. So, I'll be there until all the way through until almost midnight on Saturday. Unfortunately, tomorrow have fun. Not much of the weekend. I got like a few hours after the show today, and then. Back to work. So anyway, all right, we're going to come back. Uh, as I mentioned, Eric Adelson is our, our longtime NFL senior writer. Uh, we're going to break down the first uh, quarter to third of the season. Just uh, for transparency's sake, Eric uh, was uh, only available before the show, so we came in early and talked to him. So you won't see our smiling faces on our YouTube stream, but otherwise it'll sound like I'm talking to him live uh, when we chat with Eric Adelson up next here on San Diego's number one sports station. But first. Oh, thank you. I told Paul, don't let me go to break without giving away those concert tickets. And I almost did. But if you want to call in and win right now, we got a pair of tickets to Vets Aid, the concert for our veterans, November 12th at North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. You can see Joe Walsh, Jeff Lynn's ELO, and more. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. We'll take the fourth caller right now, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Paulie, you just earned your keep for the day. We'll be right back with more here on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We've had a good show today. Uh, Polly, who won the concert tickets? Steve. Steve. So I've been giving away those all week to the show uh, down at North Coast Credit Union Amphitheater. Or no, wait, is it North Island Credit Union Amphitheater in Chula Vista next month? Um, but we're always missing a little bit something without Woods. It's never quite the same. His particular brand of morning radio <laughs> is is missed when he's not here. So I will be happy when he comes back on Monday. With all of his stories from Las Vegas, he will keep us entertained for many hours. But I do appreciate everybody who joined us uh, for the last four hours. We had some great guests that helped uh, make it a fun show as well with A.J. Cassavell. We had John Marks and, of course, Craig Elston. All were terrific. If you missed any of it, you can go back on the Odyssey app and uh, check out what you missed with our Rewind feature. we got one guest left. Our friend Eric Adelson, who we talked to actually before the show this morning. A little football talk to get you into the weekend. Then we'll come back with uh, Things Ben Likes before we wrap up everything. So uh, Eric Adelson coming out of our last check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. And joining us right now in our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, it's the professor, our senior NFL writer, Emeritus. Don't totally know what that word means, but I think it's cool. Eric Adelson is back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Eric, you're smart. What does emeritus mean? It means uh, you used to be somebody important academically. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like you, actually. But it's always great to have you on. And uh, let's start with, uh, obviously, what is swiftly becoming the biggest story of the NFL this season. The Kansas City Chiefs and Taylor Swift, they played last night. Uh, you know, they're, they've won five in a row. They don't necessarily look like the Super Bowl defending champs, I guess. I don't know. What's been your thoughts on the Chiefs' start to the season so far? Well, in terms of the Chiefs being good, we know this all too well. Um, but they have actually been a little bit different than I expected this year. I, I, I think that they, the offense has, I don't want to say sputtered, but it has not been the machine that uh, I'm used to. And I, uh, I, I rate them a little bit lower, I think, than everybody else. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is, I mean, this is the only active quarterback right now that's, that's won a Super Bowl recently. It feels like it with Brady out of the game and, and Aaron Rodgers uh, injured and recovering. So it feels like he's his own category, and you don't want to underestimate that. But they just have not blown the doors off in any game. They, they, they lost in, in a game they probably should have won to the Lions. Uh, they just didn't look good at all in Jacksonville. And even last night, that's a team that Miami pummeled. And, uh, and, and by the end of the game, it looked like the Broncos had a credible defense. So uh, Kelsey's still Kelsey, uh, and Mahomes is still Mahomes. But I just have to think that l- losing all those weapons on the, fl- on the flanks 
has to catch up with him at some point. Yeah, I mean, is this just Tyreek Hill's absence? Can they fix it at the trade deadline by picking up a, a wide receiver, someone who might be available in trade later in the year, and then all of a sudden they'll go back to being the Chiefs? Or is, do you think it's a little bit deeper than just the loss of Hill? No, I think it's deeper than that because uh, the the offensive – Creed Humphrey is, is probably the best center in football. Uh, but on on the wings of that offensive line, Jawan Taylor just struggled all year. They 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 lost guys. I mean, I, I think I think any Super Bowl champion has attrition, but they've lost guys where it counts the most, and I think that's going to catch up with them, especially if they end up. I mean, we're we're extrapolating deep into the playoffs, but if they have to go against like a Nick Bosa or something like that, they're they're going to be in trouble. I, I just I don't think that they're going to repeat. All right, speaking of Nick Bosa, I think uh, we said it earlier this week. It, it's hard to envision a scenario, and I know this is dangerous because it's the NFL and we're only five games in, where it's not the Eagles and the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. I mean, the the Bucks are a nice story. The Lions are certainly kind of fun and sitting in first place. But you look at the NFC, and it feels like a two-team race. And I'm smart enough to know that you can never really say that, but... Is there is there another argument right now that I'm missing, Eric? How dare you downgrade my line? <laughs> I'm not downgrading. They're a fun story. They're they're four and one, and they just don't seem like they're on the level nor anyone else on the 49ers and or Eagles. They're a fun story. I mean, are you going to tell that to Dan Campbell's face? Are you going to walk up to Dan Campbell and say you're a fun story? Come on, man. Probably uh, not. T- yeah. Um, I I I think you're right. I think that the Niners are. I'm not. I'm not 100% sold on the Eagles uh, because I just don't think that their uh, running game is as good as what the Niners have. The Niners have everything. I mean, Purdy is an MVP. Quantic. I think he's an MVP leader right now in the in the odds. McCaffrey is just, if he stays healthy, that's a big if. He's something that the Eagles don't have, and, and certainly the Cowboys and Lions don't have. And uh, and, and then, then they have that defense, which I think right now is better than the than than the Eagles or any other team, so I just think that the the Niners are are ahead of everybody, including the Eagles. But to answer your question, yes, if if the Lions do get completely healthy, they have a great offensive line. Montgomery was a great pickup. I think Goff is more credible than people uh, believe. But in in their secondary, uh, th- there are there are some holes and there's a lack of depth. So I agree with you, even though I'm going to give you a hard time about it. Uh, the, the Eagles, I, I just don't know if if they get into the same situation as last year um, where they go up against sort of an offensive powerhouse the way they did against the Chiefs. I'm not sure they have an answer. Hurts is great, but he's not a tremendously overpowering quarterback. He's just excellent, and I love the brotherly shove. So right now, I think that it's Purdy and the Niners, and then the Eagles, and then everybody else. Talking to our senior NFL writer, Emeritus, Eric Adelson here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Mr. Lions, uh, the game of the week then, Lions-Tampa Bay. What what do we learn this week? I mean, what are you expecting? That's a, that's an afternoon game our time on Sunday. One-loss teams in the NFC. The winner is probably your, what would that be, the top challenger to the top two in, in that conference uh, coming out of that game. Yeah, I'll be at this game. I, I think it should be a scene. I'm really excited. It's going to be packed with Bucks fans and Lions fans. So, so this is going to be really interesting. Uh, I, I think that this is a real litmus test for uh, Shaken Baker Mayfield. I, I think that he's you now. Remember, this is this is two number one overall picks that that weren't didn't exactly live up to all the hype. 
even though Goff has certainly a chance to do that uh, with the Lions. I, I, I think that this is a test for Make, Baker Mayfield. If he's able to win this game, I think there's going to be a new look at him league-wide. The defense is there. The Bucks have the defense. They have Mike Evans. They have some weapons on offense. His question is, 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 there, is their quarterback good enough? And I think we're going to find out. And then on the Lions side, the going on the road and uh, and and then if they win this game, then they've gone to the Chiefs on Thursday night and won. They've gone to Lambeau on Thursday night and won. And then they've gone to Tampa in the heat and humidity and won. And I think that that shows, if they win all three, that shows that they have a defense that travels. And that makes them playoff ready. I, I think the Bucks might might win this, actually. Uh, but if the Lions are convincing, I think that that's, that's a huge sign for them. Because every decent team can win at home. It's the teams that win on the road consistently. That's, those are the dangerous teams. We're at the quarter mark of the NFL season talking to Eric Adelson. Well, technically, most teams are past the quarter mark. A couple of them aren't quite there yet. 17 games doesn't work out evenly for anything anymore. But let's call it the quarter mark of the season. Who are you looking at as your biggest disappointment? I mean, I know people say the Jets, but I can't. It's hard to blame them. They lost Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play. That actually might have been a decent team with Aaron Rodgers. I guess we'll never really know. Uh, you know, the Bengals, obviously a very slow start, but you, you want to blame kind of Joe Burrow's injury. And if he's getting healthy, they're looking a little bit better. I kind of look at the Vikings at one and four and, and losing those close games and, you know, a season that could have been a decent one is kind of getting away from them. Anything else you're seeing here? I think it's the Bears. Yeah. You had people that were picking the Bears to win that division. They were saying Justin Fields is going to be an MVP. And now uh, the, the hype around the Bears is that they might get the top two picks. So that's a huge disappointment, I think. I think the Packers are a little bit of a letdown. I think people thought that Jordan Love would step right in, and he hasn't done that. Uh, the other thing is I, I, I'm going to say the whole AFC North is a disappointment. The, there's, some, there's some decent teams in there. But none of them have jumped out at me. I thought Lamar Jackson would be better than he's been so far. I, I, I agree with you about the Bengals. Uh, the Steelers, Kenny Pickett, he hasn't taken the next step. So this is sort of a powerhouse division that isn't. And, and I, I classify them all as disappointments, to be honest. I mean, parity wins. You look at the AFC North, and every team is either 3-2, and 2-3, two, two and three, or 2-2 two and two in the case of the Cleveland Browns. I mean, you can throw a blanket over this is what – you know, uh, ultimately, the NFL has always wanted, even before uh, Roger Goodell, uh, going back to Pete Rozelle days uh, of of what they kind of have been looking for is more parity, and they're kind of they're getting it again. There is, there's just one winless team. I think the Bears, the the, the, the Panthers, Panthers. Yeah, yeah, the Panthers, the Panthers. But but that's sort of they they still have Bryce Young, and if he's healthy, he's gonna he's gonna make them better. Uh, and then there, except for the Niners, there's re- to me there's really no powerhouse. So this is what the this is what the league wants. The league wants it to be crazy at the end of the season, and I think that it will be crazy at the end of the season. Uh, it, the, the NFL in this way just does everything right because you have hope in the form of future picks, uh, even if you're terrible. And then there's the fantasy element. that People will watch at the end of the season because they have one fantasy player or one hope for fantasy, and so you have your team and you have your fantasy team, and the combination of both keeps the eyeballs on the screen the whole year. All right, finally, before you go, Eric, you have in the past always shown some inexplicable faith in the Los Angeles Chargers. They're off to a 2-2 two and two start. Got Monday Night Football against the uh, Cowboys coming up this uh, this weekend. 
do you think that this is finally the year they're going to figure it out and maybe catch the Chiefs that you said looked a little bit vulnerable later in the season? Are you going to are you going to put chips on that square yet again? You wouldn't love me if I didn't. So, <laughs> yes, I think the Chargers are totally underrated, and I think that this is finally the year that they're going to win that division. Uh, okay, I'm not going to say that. All I think right. they'll make the playoffs and lose, and then you won't call me ever again. All right, well, I'll fade Eric again and, and bet against the Chargers. I have not lost money since they lost uh, going against them for the most part, so it's gone well. Eric, it's great to catch up with you. How's uh, Florida's favorite uh, media power couple and, and Andrea and everyone doing? Andrea's great. She's, I'm actually dropping her off at the airport right now, and we're uh, she's going to go and uh, cover some ACC football. She's got the game of the week this weekend. Uh, and uh, and then I'm going to go teach, and I'm going to be bugging you to come speak to my class again. Excellent. Uh, take care. Thank you very much. See ya. And that was Eric Adelson on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. He just tries to get under my skin by picking the Chargers, but I always have the last laugh every single year since we've had Eric on. He always is hyping the Chargers. Like, I think people are sleeping on the Chargers. They look like they're going to be great. And I go, trust me, Eric, they will blow it in the end. And then they always do, and he goes, you were right. I was wrong. He says they're going to make the playoffs this year. We'll see. Um, Big game this Monday. We'll have it for you here on 97.3 The Fan. Cowboys... Chargers, Monday Night Football. They lose that one. They are in trouble again, I would say. All right, um, guess what? I'm here. I don't really want to hear flubs today. Woods would probably like to hear flubs. I like things that I like. So let's play some of my likes. I like things that Ben likes. <laughs> to wrap up our week here on 97.3 The Fam. I like good juicy sweet strawberries. I like a good marching band. I like a good thin pancake. I like a Nickelback song or two. Pizza I like a barbecue too. chicken pizza. I really like those seeds. They're- I like a midnight buffet. <laughs> I kind of like the smell of soft scrub. I like more of a small derriere. I like cake. I like it, Sheeran. I like no. both a hamburger and a cheeseburger. I like clocks. I like how I've kind of set up my life. I like grasshopper pie. Oh, no, I like it creamy. I like Jesus. good, firm banana. I like just looking out at the sea. I like eating. I like moist. I like curry. I like big butts. I like fried Brussels sprouts. I like more of a firm filling. I like corn. I like Nordstrom. I do like musicals. I like pepperoni. I like nice hotels. I like Nick getting a start today. I like nuts. I like Steph Curry. I like that song. I like Squirt. I like Saki. I like San Diego State. I like uh, Straight Up, Paul Abdul. I like the beef and broccoli. I like to mix it up. I like science experiments. I like that song. I like the crispiness of the waffle. I really like cheese. I like the little lunch meat. I like very straight lines. I like cannelloni. I like a well-crafted headline. I like brown sugar. I like maps. I'll say I like Justin Turner. One one other thing that I like, and I don't know if you can see it, I'll show it on my phone, but uh, I like the view that Woods now has out of his room in Las Vegas. It So that's the, if you're on the YouTube stream, it's like the sphere rising like the sun over a parking garage at his hotel. So he's going to look out, he's going to see the top half of that giant sphere when he gets like up in the morning. That is, uh, it's going to be just an eyeball. Just yeah, it's just like some eyeball staring at you through your <laughs> hotel room window. I really hope that they do set that up because that would be the, the creepiest thing to wake up. Or you can make it like the sun rising just over that parking garage. I mean, so many things you can do 
with those <laughs> LED screens on the sphere. Uh, that's amazing. And uh, again, we'll get all of uh, Woods's stories from Vegas and the show and uh, the U2 and how it goes this weekend. He's I'm sure going to talk about us. the music and the set No, list. I don't care about that. <laughs> We've all heard U2's music. We know what they're going to play. I'm sure they'll be the fine. the same for 20 years. I'm sure they'll be fine. I want to know about the venue. I want to know about what what happens to them in Las no, Vegas. Ben, you Something don't understand. No. They opened with... <laughs> God. It's genius. The sphere. Um, so, yeah, I want to know about the sphere. I want to know about his gambling. I want to know what he eats when he's in Las Vegas. Uh, I, we're going to get the whole story. 6 a.m. Monday morning. Tune in bright and early to Ben and Woods next week. Until then... Have a great weekend, everybody. We are done in our silent, empty building of a studio here. <laughs> uh, Coach John Cantera, I think, is coming up next, unless it really is a holiday and we were Who the knows? only ones dumb enough to come in. <laughs> Nobody's here. For Paul Rindel, I'm Ben Higgins. Uh, have a great rest of your Friday. From all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 